This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amyal Saleh and Hany Balkis. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Belqis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, a lot of people have been going to social media and talking about what happened over the weekend, which mm-hmm. uh, I do believe it started on Thursday. And that is how the UAE's Al Husun app stopped working. And that was a very big problem because we do know in Abu Dhabi, you need the Hassan app to literally go anywhere. Yes, indeed. And basically, it's like a lifeline was lost. And this is exactly what we're going to be talking about today. The outage is over and the Hassan application is back on. It's working and stronger than ever. And we're going to be telling you all about that outage and why it happened. Coming up on today's show as well, though, we're going to be talking about a UAE study that was conducted all about telehealth and telemedicine. So this study actually showcases that video consultations can be very suitable for diagnosing patients with acute conditions. Yes, and we're also talking about Instagram Reels and how they now have advertisements. Now, uh, we were expecting this to come Mm -hmm. eventually, but how valuable will that be? Yes, indeed. But you know what value, What is valuable today? It's the Apple M1-powered iMac that we're going to be giving you a full in-depth review of because we've we've bid fair, we've actually bid farewell to the old iMacs a couple of weeks ago. And now the new iMac is making a reappearance with a new look that we're going to be sharing all the details of. And if you want to go to work, you're going to have to smile. <laughs> and that is what Canon did. They put AI cameras in its offices that only let people who smile in. So you got to have a happy face going to work if you do work for Canon. Let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215, do it or on Instagram at Pulse95Radio. We're going to be taking a short break. But when we come back, we're going to be telling you about the outage that shook up Abu Dhabi. Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. There is one application that is our lifeline for all COVID-19 test results as well as to showcase our COVID-19 vaccination doses and that is the Al-Husun application. Yeah, this weekend, it was a very difficult weekend for everyone living specifically in Abu Dhabi, but also all around the world, uh, all around the UAE, to be more specific and not the entire world, because Al Husan app was down and a lot of people were actually struggling to go into malls, to go into different centers in, the, in Abu Dhabi, since the news is all about how now you need the green color on your Al Husan app to be able to enter any facility in Abu Dhabi. So... The good news, though, is yesterday, early Saturday, the app was actually back online and a lot of people were very excited to have the application working once again. The authorities were actually aware of all the technical difficulties and they have been working very hard to fix them. Yes, now the app did suffer that outage on Thursday and uh, did say there were technical issues to be fixed. And on Friday, actually, the Abu Dhabi Emergency Crisis and Disaster Committee did say that the team was working on to restore the service to all the users after rectifying those issues. Now, we do know that the app was witnessing a very heavy load in subscriptions ever since the new Green Pass on Husan was launched from Tuesday. And that Green Pass COVID-19 safe entry protocol has been suspended on Friday. So because obviously a lot of people couldn't go and no one actually yeah. could, could, could move on Friday and Thursday, 
because uh, that green pass was no longer available. You couldn't open Al Hussan app. So now uh, I, I do believe they they, they they sent out the newsletter that saying that you can show your text message to enter actually Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. You can show the text message, but you can't. Uh, you won't be able to use it uh, going into malls. So they mm-hmm. just suspended that fee- that entry. Uh, feature in general yes in in general absolutely and what's interesting is even though the al husn application was down the uae authorities did find a replacement pretty quickly so you were actually if you're living in abu dhabi you were actually able to use al husn for all service so this was basically like a backup for al husn application with the application being down a lot of people did need uh, you know pcr test to enter abu dhabi but you did not need any pcr test results to enter public places like malls and supermarkets all you needed is that text message to showcase that you're coming from a different emirate but you have a negative pcr test people were actually using the al husn for all service that the ministry of health and prevention launched last year for the convenience of those who did not have a smartphone but had the press button feature phone that some people who are from the older generation just preferred not to have a normal cell phone so al husn for all is basically like an official notification that can be shown to the authorities who ask for the COVID-19 test results. And all people need to do to showcase or to get their result would be to dial star 48 star their 15 digit Emirates ID number and then a hashtag. And then bam, you'll get your full name, your COVID-19 test result, the date and month and year of when you conducted that test result all shown on your Mm. phone. Yeah, because a lot of people aren't as tech savvy. There's an older generation. There's people that can't afford smartphones, so Al Husn for All is a great initiative initiative by the Ministry of Health and Prevention. Let us know your guys' thoughts for 215 or on Instagram at Pulse95Radio. Did you suffer from that outage? Obviously, we did not because we didn't go to Abu Dhabi. <laughs> but if you suffered from that outage, let us know. We're going to be taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking about video consultation and telemedicine. You're listening to Pulse95. Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world. A study that happened right here in the UAE says that video consultations are suitable for diagnosing patients with acute conditions. Now, it does say that technology does allow video appointments to be as useful as face-to-face meetings in some circumstances, obviously. Now, a study actually led by Abu Dhabi's Khalifa University did find out that for the ongoing monitoring of chronic illnesses, such as, for example, diabetes, Mm -hmm. doctors did tend to regard audio consultations as adequate. So you didn't actually have to go to the doctor's office. You could do a phone call or even a video call to get the diagnosis or even get that treatment. This is amazing. Uh, This is such an amazing study, and these are amazing findings to look at, especially after the year that we've had. Ever since COVID-19 became a part of our lives, a lot of doctors actually have minimized face-to-face consultation and have started to opt for virtual appointments and virtual consultations whenever possible. And with virtual consultations, what's beautiful about them is you can see the patient, you can, you know, evaluate them virtually uh, and if they need any blood test results they can go ahead and get that and then just send them immediately to the doctor and at the same time the clinic or the the clinic themselves they can go ahead and give you a guided examination of how you can show the doctor what your symptoms are now the facial features are very beneficial when we're comparing audio consultations with 
uh, video consultations. The facial features can give the doctor a better insight on how bad the pain is, what the rash looks like, for example, if there is anything that the patient has missed to tell the doctor about. But at the same time, audio consultations for people like with diabetes or any condition that they've had for quite some time, I think it's can, it can be sufficient at the same time and still allow them to seek the help that they need to seek. Yes, now we do know because of the COVID-19 pandemic, a lot of things have changed in our daily lives. We don't uh, necessarily have to go to the doctors anymore. We can actually do that video call or phone call online or even offline with a normal telephone. Now, just over half of doctors actually had confidence in managing those acute conditions by video with less than one-fifth actually taking the opposite view. So only about 40% had confidence in managing those acute conditions using audio consultations. Now, when we look at managing chronic conditions or even carrying out a follow-up appointment, about four-fifths of doctors had confidence in audio or video consultations. And our researcher also found out that doctors with prior experience of telemedicine we're more confident that those conditions would not be misdiagnosed when using the technology. Now, a lot of times uh, you have to actually go to the doctor to see what's wrong, but because of that person-to-person or uh, face-to-face yeah. uh, confrontation. But if you can show, for example, a rash uh, on your body, for example, mm-hmm. uh, v- uh, via video conference call, I do believe that that doctor can differentiate what is your problem, obviously asking you the, the necessary follow-up questions. And if you're just doing a follow-up um, appointment, mm-hmm. let's say I went uh, last week for my sinus pain, right? Yeah. And he gave me some medicine. He said, hey, okay, you're good to go now. Meet me again in a week. And obviously, I'm not, I, I can call him or he can call me. And he's like, hey, so how do you feel now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you don't feel as good. Continue that medicine for another four days. I don't need to go all the way to the hospital or to the doctor's office anymore because I have the doctor's office in my phone, which is also good because we do want to minimize the the, the gathering uh, of people at certain places. And we do know hospitals are hotspots. So the more social distancing we do, the easier and safer it is for us. Absolutely. And it also connects you with doctors all around the globe. So Mm -hmm. if you know there is a good doctor in Germany, a good doctor in the UK, a good doctor in the US, you no longer have to travel countries to be able to get their consultation, to be able to have them take a look at what it is that you need help with. Because now everything is so interconnected. You can be talking to a doctor in any part around the world that you know is specialized in what it is that you are trying to get more answers about let us know your thoughts have you used telemedicine and what what benefits have you seen from it versus going to a doctor and having that face-to-face interaction coming up on the show we still have lots in store for all of you as we talk about instagram reels now introducing advertisements pulse 95 pulse 95 apps all around what's worth a click and download Let's talk a little bit about Instagram and more specifically Instagram Reels because now they're introducing advertisements, yet another way for creators out there to make money from those very quick, short and easy. They're not necessarily easy, I must say. 15 second clips because 15 seconds may seem like a very short time for us as viewers, but those 15 seconds may take hours from every Instagram influencer or creator to be able to give us that clip that will catch our eyes from the first second. Yes, now we do know that Instagram Reels is basically a TikTok clone and now 
they will start including ads across the globe. Now, they'll look like just any other reel, full screen looping and up to 30 seconds long and actually will appear in between other clips. Now, as will be identified by a small sponsor tag at the bottom of the advertiser's account. Now, we've seen that actually be used on TikTok a lot. Now, mm -hmm. Instagram have actually started testing ads in Australia, Brazil, Germany, and even India back in April. Now, there's nothing, nothing actually surprising about ads making their way into the app other than the pace in which Instagram has moved to turn its new format into obviously a revenue generator. Yeah. Now, Facebook, who does own Instagram, also said that they would bring ads to the Oculus Quest apps. Mm -hmm. And I think ads on Instagram Reels is a great way for influencers and content creators to make money without necessarily screaming on your in your face that, oh, this is an advertisement. Sometimes I personally feel like with Instagram posts, they're very much heavily marketed, you know? The entire post is about the brand. But with an Instagram Reel, it forces the content creator to become creative in how they will portray that brand or that certain uh, store that they're marketing for to us as viewers because they have a very short amount of time 30 seconds and you're watching a video rather than reading a lengthy post now we do know that instagram reels is a very new feature they launched only back in august of 2020 and uh, the company is still trying to see how the, the feature itself is performing but instagram chief adam mozuri actually did say that the format is growing yet the company is not fully happy with it so they're trying to expand on it get the most out of this feature and the current the feature is currently available in more than 80 countries so far yet they're mm. still trying to compete with tiktok and they feel like tiktok is winning yes tiktok will always be winning as mm -hmm. i said before and i've always kind of um, theory that uh, instagram reels will not be as successful as tiktok now Going back and talking about the ads, if yeah. the ads are as targeted uh, like that TikTok format. Now, when we're looking at TikTok ads, it is not a professional advertisement per se. Yeah. It is a skit, for mm. example. They will use skits and they will use that TikTok comedy yes. to be kind of sponsored. For example, uh, let's say they'll put a meme into it you know mm. they'll make a joke it out of it it has to be funny it has to be funny to get those clicks and to get those views as we do know that tiktok does revolve around comedy mm -hmm. and i feel like the same way we've seen that on tiktok the same it will be happening on instagram it will force creators to spend more time creating that let's say sponsorship for the brand but at the same time, I feel like the brand would have to pay more money to the influencer or the content creator because it's going to take more time yeah. for us as viewers not to skip that reel mm. and for, for them to create something that's so luring and attracting for mm. us as viewers as well. Yeah. Now, when I see TikTok ads, I actually see uh, well-known creators doing those ads under the account um, of said sponsored ad. Mm. So I, I actually, I think it's a really good idea. And I've actually seen a lot of uh, TikTok creators that I don't know personally, but I know them mm -hmm. through the app and they're out there doing those ads and they're actually pretty cool ads. You know, like I've actually sat mm -hmm. and watched a couple of those <laughs> ads and they're really well thought out. So if Instagram does take that approach to make it a kind of a comedy or I don't know the demographic of Instagram, uh, it's pretty wide. It's a, it's a very wide demographic yeah. where TikTok is usually based on the young generation. I agree with you. But I think between Instagram stories, Instagram posts, and Instagram reels, I personally feel like reels has a very big chance on allowing viewers to actually listen through the entire sponsorship 
rather than sp- skip very quickly. Let us know your thoughts. Our text lines are open for 215. Do it to Salat or sign into RDMs at Pulse95Radio. Coming up, we're going to be giving you a much-awaited review for the Apple M1-powered iMac. Technologic. This is Pulse95. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. New tech you might want to play with or you just got excited to hear about because we're talking about Apple's M1 powered <laughs> iMac. Now it does seem like the trend ongoing with Apple right now does now ride along the syntax of the new Apple insert product name here is updated with the M1 or the new chips that they have been creating. Now we do know that Apple's newest wonder, the M1 powered iMac does kick off a new era fourth Mac line that is actually a fusion of past and present and does have innovation and style and technically this is actually the 10th generation of the iMac. Yes indeed but can I just say it doesn't look that attractive. (laughs) The iMac is not my this one is not my the prettiest looking to be honest at least to my personal taste yet when it comes to features and innovation it is very advanced so this iMac actually is coming after 4 that ran before on PowerPC and 5 that in the past used to work with the Intel chips but this is the first iMac that actually works with Apple's own in-house M1 chip and this means that you're getting much faster speed. So let's compare a little bit the specs of this iMac. When we're talking about the processor, as we said, it works on Apple M1 chips rather than the Intel Core i5 or i8 generation that were used in the past with the iMac 2020. When it comes to memory, we're looking at about the same thing. The iMac of 2020 used to have 8 gigabytes of RAM, 16, 32, 64, you name it. Um, This one, though, can only come with 8 or 16 gigabytes of RAM. Not many options. Storage, almost the same, I would say. But uh, there's a little bit of a difference when it comes to the terabytes. So with 2020 version of the iMac, you could choose between 1 terabyte to 4 or 8. This one, you only get a choice between 256 and 512 gigabytes or 1 or 2 terabytes. So there are a few differences, but I'm sure when it comes to performance and speed, we're looking at much better speed. Also, when we're talking about FaceTime quality in countries where FaceTime is available, you're also getting a much clearer image. Yes, now it is actually a 24-inch 4.5K retina display and it is splashed across a 21.5 inch. Now, the colors obviously is what is basically their selling point when it does come to that. My iMac is blue, green, pink, silver, yellow, orange, and even purple. And you only get to choose from all seven if you're taking the model with an eight core GPU. So for some reason, they want to make it more colorful. And when Mm. I did comment on this, my comment is (laughs) we know that Apple products are always sleek and basic, a kind of minimalistic, simple, but pricey go-to option when we're looking at the computers, the phones, the the, the tablets, and and things in general. But to have that colorful approach, it's pretty weird. I don't know how much people (laughs) are so excited for that colorful colorful approach. Yeah. But when looking at the computer, it does look a little bit 
weird per yeah, se. Yeah, it looks, I don't know, looks like an like, old design. Yeah, it gives an old design and they do say it is a tribute actually to the iMac G3. Makes sense. And that's why they have those colorful models as well. It has a very retro look, if I may say so myself. And the colors are very interesting. You get blue, green, pink, silver, yellow, orange, and purple. They're all very bright colors that go for that spring palette that a lot of people are after um, and they're actually very interesting when it comes to styling them because mm -hmm. they actually could stand out like a piece of furniture rather than just sitting there like a typical MacBook yeah, but, or uh, yeah. iMac. Yeah, I, would, I mean I would like uh, the minimalistic look, the simplistic look, that is my yeah, point same. of view. But let us know your guys' thoughts, 4215, do it or on Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. Would you like a colorful iMac or a colorful, colorful MacBook Pro or whatever? Or would you like that minimalistic, simple black or white color? We're taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking about how you have to smile to go to work or else <laughs> they won't let you in. Pulse95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse95. We always talk about the importance of smiling. You never know what day is someone having. And sometimes you smiling in their face could possibly make their day feel just a little bit better. But there are certain companies in China where you can't even go inside the office if you're not smiling. And I think that's just taking it a little bit too far, but it's all for good reason. Because Canon in China, their Chinese offices have placed AI cameras in the offices that will only allow workers who smile come into their offices. Yes, now tech company Canon, or as you might know from those cameras, has actually come out with a downright way to tackle the problem of people not smiling. <laughs> it has installed cameras with an AI-enabled smile recognition technology in those offices of its Chinese Canon information technology. Now, the cameras only let smiling workers enter those rooms or even book meetings, ensuring that every employee is definitely 100% happy. That's just a joke, though, because yeah. just because someone is smiling does not mean they're 100% happy. Yeah, imagine they, 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 <laughs> they call you in for the meeting room and you have to smile to enter and then they say you're fired. <laughs> Oh my god, that is, that's gonna be a tough one. Mm. Or let alone, like, I don't know, I, I get it, I get where they're coming from, I am with... Smiling? You, I am with smiling, you know, even if you're not always happy, I think sometimes, sometimes putting a smile on can trick your brain into thinking happy thoughts, but at the same time, like, come on, China. They're, they're just a little too harsh on everyone, whether it was in the way they want to monitor everything, their surveillance cameras that are literally everywhere, the way they control what people browse and what websites you're on and what social media platforms you get. And now they really want to control whether you smile or not yeah, at I a mean, company. <laughs> smile recognition. And actually, they released those last year as part of a suite of workplace management tools, but the technology actually doesn't seem to have gotten much attention in fact it actually passed under the radar mm. as a good illustration of just how common surveillance tools like this are becoming and not just in china so very good point you made omnia it's kind of like um, they want to have more surveillance over their workers they want to know are you happy before you enter the meeting room before we fire you are you happy when you have a, a big meeting with the boss and got, you got to be happy all the time because they want 100% happy workers 24-7 24 a day, 24-7 a day, 24-7, 365 days a year. Like, yeah. and no one is happy all the time. You know, you could put on a smile, but you're not necessarily happy all the time. And this could actually come at the expense of someone's health because they have to put on a face 
when they're not feeling happy, which could also mask and I feel like give a better leeway for depression to come in. But at the same time, this is their way of actually monitoring people's productivity. We've also seen different ways that China has been using to try and make sure that their employees are as productive as possible. Can you imagine, honey, China uses CCTV cameras to measure how long do employees take on or how much time do they take on their lunch break? I thought you were going to say bathroom break. I was about to say, thank God I don't work for I don't work in China. They even use CCTV cameras to track employees' movements outside the office using mobile apps. I mean, that's that's kind of harsh. Like, why let people live, man? How far like, are you I'm gonna at, go? I'm at work. I'm getting the work done. What do, What do you mean if I go out and and, and have I a little bit extra today at my lunch break? It's just it's it's crazy to see how far they're willing to go. I can, you know, it's it's good to smile, you know, when you talk about it. Smiling at, at work can definitely help help make everyone just become a little bit closer to one another. You know, it can help your career flourish because then the boss always feels like, you know, you're adding positive energy. You're a fake happy person. I love it. <laughs> fake it till you make it. No, but we always use an expression, you know, we always hear. He's a happy employee. <laughs> no, we always hear service with a smile, you know. We all try to put on a good face or a happy face for customers, colleagues, but, you know, are these smiles genuine? Are they honest? No. Do you, Are you with always smiling even if you're not feeling good or smile when I you're mean, truly smi- feeling happy? Smi- smile to people, obviously, but do, I mean, I have to smile to a camera now just because I need to <laughs> smile? I can't go to work if I don't smile? Oh, that's a, yeah, that's, that's like, tough. Like, what if I just woke up? What know? if, what if someone just lost a loved one? Yeah. I mean, they shouldn't be coming to work. No, but, but it's not very close. Yeah. But they're still sad about yeah, it. I, yeah. I mean, lost a pet. Lost, I don't know, struggling in anything in life, you know? So so basically, we don't like the idea, guys. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't like the idea. Let us know if you do. Yeah. 4215, do it on Instagram, at Pulse95Video. Do you like the idea of smiling to get into work? And if you don't smile, you can't enter work. 4215, do it on Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. But, ladies and gentlemen, this does conclude Future Talk for today. And uh, I think... um, We hope we drew a smile on their faces. You took the words right out of my mouth, (laughs) Omiya. Let us know which story did you enjoy the most today. We're very excited to join you once again tomorrow. Same time, same place from 2 to 3 p.m. And bring you the latest tech news happening right here in the UAE and all around the world. Have a blessed afternoon and keep Pulse95 locked. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.